Greetings and welcome to 5-Minute Spirituality, recorded live from Honolulu. One of the things that I learned, have begun to understand on this trip, is I may not know until I get home why we were sent on this journey. And it's really been an interesting journey thus far. This, th we spent two days on Honolulu. The second day we had a wonderful guide by the name of Cheng Li, and he took us literally around the entire island of Oahu. Now, many people talk about spiritual experiences and people talk about, you know, the whys and the wherefores of why we feel the way we do. But one of the most miraculous things that I felt during this time on Honolulu and on Oahu was simply driving and seeing the magnificent beauty that nature had created around them. And people, I guess, got so used to looking at it, it didn't even face them anymore. And I guess that was kind of sad to me in a way because one of the final places that we went to, we went to Diamond Head, which is a sacred area of Honolulu. We went to the Queen Kalyani uh, Garden in Honolulu. And we've been to several other peaks and valleys of, of around the entire, on the North Shore. But there was a, a garden area that was magnificent, that had been a preserve actually. It was almost like a rainforest preserve, and the my grandmother trees there were magnificent. And even though we didn't get to walk up to the waterfall because it was quite a distance, and um, and it was just we were time was of essence to us to get to do the things that we wanted to do that day. But one of the most wonderful things was being able to see what the ancient Polynesians or the inhabitants of that island could have possibly seen before all the commercialism. One of the saddest part about the trip was finding out that the entire economy of Hawaii just about depends on tourism. It's becoming that much of a tourist trap or tourist attraction to people on various different journeys. But one of the other things that occurred on this trip was I had an opportunity to speak to homeless people because they were everywhere in Hawaii. We don't think of, of a pristine paradise type places having homeless, but they did. They had them everywhere. And so me being the person I am, I just sat down and literally talked to them um, in every location that we went. And one of the places, the first one, was a homeless in the Queen Kalyani Garden, which was a very, 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 very small garden. I don't want you to have the misconception. However, it was very sad because that particular garden didn't feel like it had been fed for many, many years. And it housed, and it housed a lot of, of homeless individuals. But there was a particular gentleman that I talked to there who was fixing his bike, his only mode of transportation, and really... The only thing he owned in the entire world was right there in his hands, and he was working on it. And he was telling me his history and where he had come from. He was a resident of Honolulu originally, and he just lost his job. And he wasn't, because of the economy of Hawaii the way it was, he wasn't able to get another job and therefore became homeless. And he's lived in the gardens and various areas around there because the, the weather is conducive to that. I mean, they don't get too cold, they don't get too hot, and it's a perfect place to be, I guess, if you have to get in that situation. Beyond that, the entire island is, of course, based in tourism. 
And we were very, very fortunate that the gentleman that was taking us on our, on our car that day was an absolutely very knowledgeable about the area, and he knew what we were looking for, and he was able to provide most of that for us. But the spiritual journey continues, and the next time I do the podcast, I will be talking about the simplicity of connection. And one of the things that happened during this time is that the simplicity of connection I already talked about when we were out in the middle of the ocean. But now I'm going to talk about the simplicity of connection to people. We were traveling together, a group of four, and we connected more. I connected more with people that I didn't even know um, and homeless than I did with the four people I was traveling with. Not that we weren't connected or anything or that we weren't being good to each other or we weren't being kind. It was not about that. It's about the spiritual journey that I had within. And that journey really, really, really touched me in a way that's very, very personal. And each individual had their own experiences and their own journey that they went on this trip. But one of the things that amazed me was the simplicity in which people live even in an economy like that. And I'm not talking about homeless. I'm just talking about people in general that were working two and three jobs in order to have a place to live. Uh, it's amazing how, how ex- the cost of living in this particular location was so high that people were not just having two jobs, but two and three and four jobs in order to make ends meet, never having a day off. And and yet they were still very, very kind, able to look at a person in the eye, be kind to them, be courteous to them, and they never, ever, I never saw an ill activity with anyone. And this included, you know, people that live there. And I don't know if it's because they have a different lifestyle there because of the tourism, and they know that anybody at any given moment could be watching them. But what an interesting concept that the economy is so high and that the, you know, the poverty line is so high that people cannot afford to buy homes that live there and are residents of the islands and people that have been there forever, uh, they're having a hard time making ends meet. So I was able to connect in a different way of being so very grateful for my home in Pipe Creek, Texas. Um, I have a home. It's a small home compared to some people, but we're on two and a half acres here in Texas. And I remember thinking to myself how very, very fortunate I am and how very, very lucky I am to be able to say, I love my home. I have a roof over my head. I have food on the table. The simplest things in life. And I can still be able to travel to other places and see how other people live. It's not about the journey outside of yourself. It's about the journey within. And the more on this trip that we've traveled, the more the journey within became for me. People kept asking me, why did we come on this trip? Why did we come on this trip? And if I have to tell you why you went on someplace, and that's the reason why you're going, then you're missing the whole point. And I'm really sorry if this is the kind of journey that people have. And the truth of the matter is you can have a spiritual journey staying at home. But most people don't because they're too busy or they're too busy outside of themselves to get into that internal place of connection and fulfillment.
Anyway, it's just food for thought. We will continue the podcast on Maui, where the the largest banyan tree exists, and I will discuss that with you later at a different podcast. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful holiday and Thanksgiving, time of family, but it also can be a time of dear stress. So just know to to take a deep breath, count, and know that you're wonderful and you're loved. Take care. Bye-bye.